Welcome to Retire Simply, a show designed to take the fear out of retirement unknown and replace it with joy, freedom, and confidence. Your hosts are Scott and Angela Winstead, a husband and wife duo who share their industry knowledge in a fun and casual way to help steer you in the direction of your retirement goals and dreams. Having worked with hundreds of families in the area over the last decade, they've learned some common themes that are standing in the way of people having the retirement they imagine. Join them as they give you tips and tools to navigate the world of retirement, to make it uncomplicated and simple. This is Retire Simply. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Retire Simply Podcast. Scott Winstead. And Angela. And we're here to wrap up our three-part series on all things taxes relating to your retirement. And today, what are we going to be talking about? We are going to be talking about two big pieces of legislation that could affect your retirement. We're going to be sharing some of the most important things for retirees to know. That's right. And they're called acts, right? And so many of these things, acts, have gotten passed over the last few months. Uh, we were kind of laughing. It's almost like being at a play, right? Act one, act two, right? <laughs> so two big pieces of legislation got passed. One actually uh, took effect January 1st of this year, 2020. Uh, the other one just got passed back um, this spring during the pandemic coronavirus. So what we thought we would do is give you a little bit of background on... Um, what these acts entail, and then how it might affect you in terms of that. So let's start with the first act, yeah. which got passed um, December 31st of 2019, took effect January 1st of this year, called the SECURE Act. And the SECURE Act had um, quite a bit of uh, changes yeah, that the government put in. Yeah, yep. uh, But we're only going to touch on a few. Obviously, this is not the, the all-encompassing list, but these are the few big changes that um, we see affecting most retirees uh, out there today. So the SECURE Act um, basically had, I think, what, two, maybe three big points that we want to talk about. So uh, as you're probably familiar with, um, on your pre-tax accounts, that would be like the 401k. Yep, or a 403b. IRA. A 457. Right. So any of these accounts that you put money in that you haven't paid taxes on yet, there's a rule on those uh, that basically says when you reach a certain age, you're required by law to take money out. You have to report that money as income. Mm-hmm. And pay taxes. Pay on taxes it. on it. And then you can basically do whatever you want with it. It's called a required minimum distribution. Now, we have a saying in our office. What do we usually call that? Well, a lot of people refer to those as RMDs, and we call them rotten, miserable, and disgusting. That's right. Because what happens is when this income comes out, what we have found is most people don't necessarily need this income to live on. But when it comes out, it uh, raises their income, which in turn raises their income tax. And then what we find is a lot of people take that money because they don't need it and they don't just really frivolously spend it, right, Angel? What do they usually do with it? Well, I do like to say if you were a saver when you were working, you're usually a saver in retirement. But typically what people do with those RMDs is they invest them. That's right. So, you know, hey, I have a taxable account over here, right? I took money out. I had to pay tax on that. I didn't need the money. I didn't spend the money. So am I going to put it in the bank? Probably Eh, not. Maybe, but there's not paying a little bit of interest, you know, a lot of interest there. Would I buy a CD with it? Same thing. Yeah. What do we call those CDs? 
certificates of disappointment. That's right. We don't get a lot of interest there. So what most people do is they reinvest that money. So let's think about that maybe from a strategic perspective, right? I had this account. I took money out. I paid tax on it. I turn around, put it in an account. So so that when it grows, I can pay tax again. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Not maybe the best strategy. So that RMD has to come out of your pre-tax accounts and that age up until December 31st for 20, uh, 2019 for some of you was age 70 and a half, right? So at age 70 and a half, we had to take this money out and it, uh, uh, pay tax on it. Well, when the SECURE Act passed, a change happened to those RMDs. So if you were age 70 and a half prior to January 1st of 2020, you still have to continue to take your RMD. Nothing changed for you. However, if you turned age 70 and a half after January 1st of 2020, the new required minimum distribution age is not 70 and a half any longer. It's actually 72, which means you get two, uh, well, not two, right? Maybe 18 months, 18 months months to really do some extra tax planning. So as you listen to last week's episode talking about tax strategies, it's really a great gift we've been given, right? We're able to leave money maybe um, in those accounts a little bit longer and we take the money out at our discretion and get it over to tax-free before the federal government steps in and says, hey, you've got to take this money out. Yeah. And you know, Scott, how I feel about this. I know it's just a very simple way to look at it, but we've mentioned this in our other two tax episodes. Right now, taxes are on sale, so we might be able to take advantage of that. That's right. You know, um, they are on sale. They're the lowest they've been in in our uh, our lifetime, more than likely for most of us. And, you know, who doesn't love a good sale, right? I I love a good sale. I know. Angela's got Cole's cash in her purse, so (laughs) she loves a good sale. But when we look at the required minimum distribution, just know that if you were age 70 and a half or you were going to turn age 70 and a half after January 1st this year, your new age for having a mandatory distribution has been moved to age 72. So that's one of the big changes and takeaways for the SECURE Act. Now, there is a second one that I want to uh, talk to you about that I think we need to share. And it's the way that those pre-tax accounts, again, that 401k, that traditional IRA, uh, the way they become inherited. So Prior to the SECURE Act, any person that would is a non-spouse typically, yep. right? When they inherited the IRA, maybe you might have inherited uh, one of these from your parents, right? You know that you had to take a mandatory distribution each year, but you could stretch out that account and to basically take a very small distribution over the course of your entire life. Mm-hmm. It was based on your life expectancy. That's right. And it was called a stretch IRA. And so that wasn't that big a deal to a lot of folks. It didn't cause a huge tax headache for most folks because they were able to take a portion out each year over their entire lifetime. Well, under the SECURE Act, the IRS got a little bit aggravated, I think, about that, right? Yep. Things have changed. <laughs> yeah. So what they basically said is, listen. We're not giving you an entire lifetime to keep stretching these IRAs out. Like we, we would like to have our tax revenue. Yes, and we'd absolutely like it within 10 years. That's right. So when a typically a non-spouse, I, you know, for example, your children, 
not minor children, your grown children, um, inherit your IRA or your 401k that you haven't paid tax on yet, they now have to get all the money out of that account within a 10-year period. So it doesn't mean they have to take a portion every year for 10 years. It just means by the end of the 10th year, all that money has to get out. So you can imagine, right, where if I had a $100,000 IRA that I inherited, I could stretch that out over maybe, you know, 30, 40 years. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now I'm having to take out maybe... $10,000 every year for 10 years. And that gets added on top of my income. So I could be jumping a potential tax bracket when I inherit that account from maybe my parents. Yeah. Right? And we all know that that's not what parents intend. Of course not. Now we're not talking about spouses. Spouses are very different. That rule doesn't apply, but this is to a non-spouse. So the big, the second big change under the SECURE Act was Making, uh, making sure that all that money comes out of that pre-tax account within 10 years, okay? Yep, I think you summed it up very well. Two big points there. So that was the first act that happened. And let's move on to the second act that happened, right? So, yep, so we're moving from the SECURE Act to... To now they called the CARES Act. And the CARES Act was that big piece of legislation that we're sure you probably heard on the news, you know, back in like April timeframe when... Um, that $2.2 trillion plan got put in place that had uh, the part, um, some of that, the PPP money for businesses. You know, you hear all these things on the news. Well, there was a couple of things in the CARES Act that affect retirement. Okay. Yes. And it pertains to that required minimum distribution. Okay. So for the year 2020, okay, the CARES Act basically came out and said that we need to what? We, well, we can not we don't have to take our rmd this that's year. right yep yeah they're gonna they're gonna let it go and let us have one year off however one thing that's really important to know is if you still want to take your rmd because you need it you absolutely can it's just not a forced distribution for the year of 2020. that's right so that's true regardless of of your age right whether you were 70 and a half 71 80, right? You get to decide if you want your mandatory distribution this year or not. Now, it might sound like a good idea to leave it in the account, but there are some strategic things we might want to look at by still taking it. Obviously, you can still take it, as Angela mm -hmm. mentioned. So it gives you the flexibility to leave it in versus take it out, depending on your situation. Um, but that's something that you want to make sure you look at holistically especially again, as we talked about in episode one of our tax talk in episode two, about if we think taxes are going to be higher in the future, we may still want to take that money out because we believe taxes are lower today than they will be maybe even next year, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So we want to be thinking of it kind of on a bigger, bigger picture. Um, but just know that that's way, that is also true for inherited IRAs. So what does that mean? If you've inherited one of those pre-tax accounts from one from your parents, right, a non-spouse, normally, again, you'd have to take that money out, maybe under the stretch rules or that that new 10-year rule. Yeah, but normally you have to take it out every single year. That's right. Well, they've waived the mandatory distribution for that as well. And they didn't formally come out and write that in, but they basically uh, said for all mandatory distributions. So reading between the lines is the way the legislation and the law reads today. Um, inherited accounts are, are part of that as well. So 
RMDs, required minimum distributions, are waived under the CARES Act for 2020. Okay. The other thing it did um, that you probably have heard of and the clock's ticking on you is that uh, to file your income taxes, what's the new date for that? July 15th. July 15th. So, um, you know, you have a little bit of time left. I'm sure you probably already knew that one, but we want to make sure you're at least aware of that. So the main things are the SECURE Act, the CARES Act. Obviously, there's more to these acts and this legislation than what we've mentioned. Uh, If it's something that you would like more information on in terms of what are the other pieces and parts uh, under these acts, we're happy to provide some information for that uh, to you for that. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, so what we, we hope is that you really found our three-part tax series very helpful. So we started with building that foundation, right? Yes, we did. Uh, accounts that are taxed always, right? Forever. Accounts that are taxed sometimes and accounts that are taxed never. Yep. We talked a little bit about strategies, um, seed and harvest. Yes, exactly. Do we want to pay taxes on the seed or do we want to pay taxes on the entire bounty of our harvest. That's right. Making sure that uh, we understand what our income is, we understand what our tax bracket is, um, and then how these new pieces of legislation have affected taxes moving forward. And I would guess that, um, you know, maybe come next year, depending on uh, administrations and, and all of that, these laws may get updated and may, may change. But it's our commitment to you to make sure that we bring this information to you, okay? Um, If we can help you in any way, don't hesitate to let us know. We're always here for you. We wish you the best and look forward to uh, talking with you next week. See you next week. Bye-bye. So listen, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you have a question, now's your chance. You can scroll down under the episode and you'll see this week's offer. It's really a link to my calendar for a 15-minute introductory call. Click on schedule your call and it'll take you right to my calendar. I look forward to chatting with you soon. This has been another week of Retire Simply. Thanks for listening. And if you want to listen to more episodes or learn more about Compass Retirement, go to retiresimplypodcast.com. That's retiresimplypodcast.com. If you learned something new today about retirement, feel free to share this episode with your friends. We're here to help. Tune in next week as we talk about all things regarding income in your retirement. Remember, anyone can save money. And just as easily, anyone can run out of money. But it takes skill and a plan to take what you've saved and not run out. Set up your 15-minute call to get your plan started today. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Compass Retirement, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Compass Retirement, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Compass Retirement, Inc. Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.